Wow, thank you so much for joining us again on another episode of the Minivan Moments Family Podcast. My name is Nick Calhoun, and I am your host. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this semester. I hope you guys are off to a great school year. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying conversation. Uh, that is the whole reason we're doing this podcast. It's, it's not just so that you can hear my thoughts, because just being honest, they're not anything special. Uh, the whole idea behind this podcast is to get the family talking. Because when the family thrives, everyone thrives. And so we want you as a family to, man, to be doing well, to be talking with one another, to be open and vulnerable with one another, to be building a, a culture of trust and communication within your home. And, and we know that uh, just working with students and working with parents and families on a regular basis, that at times that's challenging. At times our, our schedules are so chaotic and hectic that we just need a push. Uh, we need reminding. We need uh, just so many different things to kind of help intervene and come alongside. And that's the whole that's the whole reason we're doing this podcast. And so if at any point we, we lose sight of that or we're doing something outside of what we intended, uh, we want to stop because our whole goal is to have the, the family talking. And, and so the last couple of weeks, we have been uh, in a series on uh, family worship. And, uh, and what does it look like as a family to, to worship God together? Uh, two weeks ago, we talked on reading the Bible as a family and just the importance of sitting around God's Word, listening from God, interacting with God in His Word, and understanding Him more. Because in any relationship, when you understand somebody more, when you get to know their character, when you get to know them, uh, you, you usually fall more in love with them. And I think that's very true with God through his word. As we open up the scriptures and we read uh, these, these words that give life, we see a, a loving, gracious, merciful, yes, just, but amazing God who loves us, who made us, who sent Jesus to, to die for us, to give us life. Like we open up the pages of scripture and God just screams at us saying, I love you. I care for you. But we don't know that if we don't open it, we can make a lot of assumptions. And so our challenge two weeks ago was to read the Bible together as a family so that your intimacy with God will grow together individually, but also as a family. And then last week, we talked about what it looked like to sing together as a family. I think there's beauty uh, in coming around one another and singing praises to God. Uh, and I know that may seem foreign. I know that was maybe a little awkward, even just talking about it and thinking through sitting in your living room and singing a hymn together or turning on YouTube and, and, and doing a worship song together as a family. Uh, but I pray that some of you took that challenge and you ran with it. And you said, you know, we're going to make this part of our life. We're going to make singing praises and hymns and spiritual songs to God part of our family structure. Uh, for some of you, maybe it just said, we we just need to start worshiping together on, on Sunday mornings. Uh, you know, I think what I'm seeing more and more of is students, especially in our context uh, at Hardin Baptist, we have three services. And so it's easy for, I think, parents, uh, you listening in, to, to send the students, the middle schoolers and high schoolers, to their Sunday school. Uh, and then you attend service at that same time. And then after that's over, you leave. But I think what happens is you're, you're stripping those students away from uh, getting an idea of what it looks like to worship together as the family of God. 
Uh, and some of you students are, are probably thinking in like, Nick, that's, that's big service. That's adult service. I'm not supposed to go to that. I go to my youth Sunday school, but I'm not really supposed to interact uh, with, with big church. And some of you maybe listening in, don't go to a, a church that has a structure like that. And so you automatically, uh, worship together. But I think sometimes in that, there's still that impulse for you students listening in to, to disengage in that time. Be like, well, my Sunday school was probably more important. This is for my parents. So I'm going to play tic-tac-toe or I'm going to sit here and kind of disengage in this moment. And what I want you guys to begin to see is the importance of worshiping together on Sunday. That, that we have set aside a time every week, a rhythm every week to, uh, to go to services together, to gather with the family of God, to worship God together, to, to sit under the preached word of God together. And, and there's something absolutely amazing about that, that weekly rhythm uh, that's necessary for our growth. And, and so we want to make that an integral part of, uh, of our lives. And as a family, I pray that you're prioritizing that. And so if that means you've got to work some things around on a Sunday morning to make sure that uh, the family is sitting together in service, do that because it's very, very, very important. Uh, so this week, I want us to, to talk lastly, as we're going to close out this family worship uh, thought on what it looks like to pray together. Uh, what does it look like to pray together? And so uh, prayer, obviously, is that, that, that way that we communicate back to God. Uh, that's just kind of a simple way to, to look at it. Uh, we hear from God. God speaks to us through his word. He's revealed himself to us through his word. And the way that we respond to him is through prayer. And, and I think for a lot of us, prayer has become very monotonous very mundane, very repetitive. Therefore, we don't really see the value in it because we feel as if uh, we're saying the same old things about the same old things. I was one of my professors in seminary, uh, Don Whitney. Uh, he is a professor. He teaches a lot on spiritual disciplines. And he talks about prayer, that prayer is boring when you say the same old things about the same old things. And it is. It's, it can be very, very boring. Uh, and so I want to challenge you as a family to begin thinking through how can we change maybe the way that we think about prayer and also the way that we pray together. Uh, because I, I really think praying together is so important as a family. I think for you parents listening in, to have your kids uh, seeing you pray regularly with them is going to set up a model for them for when their parents or for when they are they have a spouse to see mom and dad praying together is going to be huge for them whenever they have a wife or a husband and, and they're trying to lead their family and trying to think about how can we grow this family as well. One of the most necessary parts of a family that's going to be faithful to the Lord is praying together. And so uh, that's just kind of a question like, how are you guys doing in this? Are you praying regularly? My, my assumption is that we're not. My assumption is that many of us um, are really busy and, and aren't, aren't really finding that time to pray together. Or if we are, it is the, um, the very typical, and I don't mean to sound condemning here. If I do, I apologize. But the very typical right before a meal, 10-second, uh, uh, same old prayer that we always do. And, and what I would challenge you is that that's not praying together. Yes, you're coming, you're being thankful for the food, and I think we should do that. But is that really us coming under the lordship of Christ and saying, God, we want what's best for our family. You know what's best for our family, so lead, guide, and direct us. And so, you know, the Bible is very, very clear. Uh, Paul in, in Thessalonians uh, says to be, we need to be praying without ceasing. Are you a family that is praying 
without ceasing. Uh, James tells us that you do not have because you do not ask. And what that what that tells us is that prayer moves, prayer changes things, and, and a lot of times we don't have because we're not asking. And this is not material things. This is not a prosperity thing. It's that, man, if there's major requests that we need to be bringing to God, bring those to Him because prayer is the way that we talk to God. And the beauty of the gospel is that Jesus has made a way for us to be heard by God. That He is interceding for us on our behalf, at the throne of the Father. And so we can trust that our prayers are being heard. And so what I love about prayer is that prayer puts us in a position of humility. It says that we know our life is not our own. We know that we are not in control. We know that God is in control, and we want to follow His leading for our lives. But also, I think sometimes with prayer, we also make prayer very selfish in that it's more praying about our own personal health or family members' health or, or, or just kind of, hey, we've got this problem. And, and that can, I understand, we need to do those things and we need to be praying for, for healing. We need to be praying for the well-being of those around us and in our family. But what if we started praying more for how can we can be reaching our neighbors, the lost around us, and how we can be ministering to them and seeing people come to know Christ. And so here's my my two questions for you. Who can you be praying for as a family? Who are a few people uh, that you can be praying for? And, um, and, and what are their names? Write them out. Like think through who are these people and let us begin to pray for them. And then when can you make a consistent time to pray together? When can you make that consistent time to pray together? Maybe it's, all right, as a family, we're going to prioritize prayer. And so we're going to say at dinner time before we eat, we're going to take some intentional time to pray together. We're going to pull out uh, a prayer guide. Or we're going to pull out a journal that we've been keeping prayer requests in, and we're going to open that up. We're going to highlight those. We're going to pray over those before dinner. Or maybe it's at bedtime. I know for our family, a lot of times it's better for us to pray at bedtime. And we ask, hey, what can we be praying for? Who can we be, uh, who are we sharing with? Um, what are those big needs? What are some things that we need to bring before the Lord as a family? And we'll take time before, before bed to pray together. Uh, so when can you make a consistent time to pray together? As a family, be praying without ceasing. As a family, be singing together. As a family, be reading together because we want the family to thrive. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Minivan Moments Family Podcast. We look forward to being with you next week.